The NCAA tournament is back. Who's your pick to win it all? Painter reaches another milestone, but the Hawks' defense continues to struggle. And an NFL quarterback has decided to call it a career? Sorry, Bears fans, it's not Nick Foles. He's got to go. Grab a beer and hit the couch, sports fans. It's time for another episode of Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. Uh-oh. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Bring it in your face sports talk from Chicago, Dallas, Las Vegas, and beyond. And go Bears! And listen in to find out who'll get run over by this week's Smack Wagon. All that and more coming at you on this week's episode of Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. Here are your hosts, Ron L.V. Wrights and Timothy T-Dog Wiltberger. Hello. What do you hear? What do you say, L.V.? What do you say there, potato heads? We're back for another episode of Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. Obviously, with your two best hosts in the that make the most out of it's it all, only, we're the only hosts on Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. That is so true, so so true. But we got some uh, we got some potato fans out there listening to us, so we got to give them something. It's yeah, been a long weekend for the old T Dog. I'm a little tired, a little hanging. Oh, played some golf, drank some beer, drank some whiskey, smoked some cigars. Had a couple of buddies come out to visit. Pat and Jay. Oh, very nice. Pat brought his wife, Deb, whatever. No, just kidding. No, he did bring her, but it was great to see her, too. Oh, he did? Yeah. Yeah, she came out. She surprised uh, the wife and came out and visited. Oh. So they uh, they had some fun together, and uh, we hit a couple of golf courses, and as typical, I uh, stunk it up, but, you know, is what it is. Well, you were telling me about your drive. I did have one good hole. Now, granted... It's dry as hell out here, dude. I mean, it is. The grass is is all brown, and you get it into the fairway, and that little shit is going to roll and roll and roll. And uh, actually, it was a, it was a five hundred and thirty seven yard par five, and I was on the green in one. No kidding. So five hundred thirty seven yard par five. Yeah, you're kidding. Drove it. I got brand new driver, by the way. Drove it nicely right down the middle. Beautiful. We drive up. It's sitting right next to the two hundred yard marker. So you you know math right five thirty seven minus two hundred you know how to do that yeah I think it's like uh, three hundred and keep going three hundred one <laughs> three hundred and thirty seven yard drive now here's the thing I know Steve's gonna think I'm full of shit if he listens to our podcast here he's gonna he's gonna think I was full of shit but no three hundred thirty seven yards then took out my hybrid dropped it right in front of the right in front of the green on my second shot chipped on three feet from the hole popped it in birdie. Boom. Next hole, 10. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the story of my life. Well. as hell. Well, let me just. Yeah, so crack. On, on that note. Yeah. On the 10. Yeah. Let's crack it open. Yeah. This is for the 10. There you go. There Beautiful. You go. Ooh, shit. Just spilled beer on the wife's desk. She's not going to be happy about that. That's all right. Uh, she'll get over it. All right. So you want golfing. I yeah. did not. I had no friends out, but I, I know there's going to be a little friend coming out next weekend. And that weekend, it's going to be all right. about the T-Dog, baby. Right. We got we got uh, uh, more more golf next weekend. How about it? Of course, you got to get those tee times set. I already got them. So yeah, so we're going to be doing uh, Legacy. No, excuse me. The Rivera Golf Course, the Concord Saturday afternoon, okay, like around between ten thirty and twelve thirty, somewhere around there, and then Sunday morning around eight thirty, I've got us a tea time out in Aliante, which is on the North Las Vegas. Out by you know we may have to stop by your old stomping grounds, T Dog, your old stomping grounds oh, on I'm the sure way back. That neighborhood's a little rough now, a little rough around the edges, probably. Possibly. Yeah, I think last time I went through, there were cars on blocks and so on and so forth. So yeah, nothing's changed. I'm sure that that was from when you lived there, right? Oh, I see <laughs> yeah. how it is. Thanks, yeah. man. Yeah. Okay, it was my car on the blocks, but 
Whatever. Don't be fooled they, by the T-Dog. It's because they stole my $30 rims off my... What the hell did I have? A 95 Nissan pickup truck. 30 times 4. No, they were... No, they were $7.50 a piece. <laughs> seven seven fifty. Yeah. Well... So no, no cheating on the golf course uh, coming up this weekend. We're going to have to play legit, so... Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, because yeah, speaking of cheating, I told you I played a little golf this weekend, right? You... Oh snap! You you did T Dog because you like to you like to call out some friends. I think when when you golf, dude. I tell you what, man. Uh, I love my buddy Jay. He's I've known him for years. We've coached baseball together. We've gotten we've gotten in some trouble together. We've had some fun together. We actually believe it or not, we share the same birthday, not the same mom or the same time, just the same date. And uh, yeah, you know, he it was one of those where uh, he was. Found, you know, his ball was, he kind of hit it to the left on a par three, and I saw him walking over there, and I saw something fall out of his hand. And uh, I'm like, uh, hmm. I had, uh, uh, what do you call it? Something uh, fell out of his hand? Yeah, it looked like something fell out of his hand, so I kind of said, Maybe oh. it was his tee. Maybe he it was a tee. ball, he dropped the ball or whatever, and, you know, he gets up there and he hits it out. I'm like, hey, what'd you get on that hole? He's like, you got a par. I'm like, what, no penalty? Like I found my ball, baby. I'm, I'm like, come on, man. I've known you for years. You've known me for years. We're equal opportunity cheaters, right? So, you know, we both cheat each, <laughs> cheat each other. So, well, so anyway, you know, I told him I, I no, and 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 he uh, he had Pat in his car to defend him and say that he didn't actually cheat. So he got Pat defending him. So I guess what? he didn't actually. Pat cheat. didn't see anything. I don't know, Pat. Well, you know, did he pay I, him off with a bear? That's what he did. He paid Pat's, him off. Yeah, he may have paid him off with it. No, he doesn't drink beer anymore, but he might have paid him off with a whiskey or something. But Pat's, an, Pat's an honest golfer, so if Pat says that was his ball, I'm still not going to believe him. He cheated. Run him over. <laughs> I don't blame you. No, nah, it was a great weekend. I was, it was, I'm glad they came out, and I was able to get out. The weather held out nicely. We didn't get the rain we were supposed to get, so... I just got to learn how to hit the golf ball a little bit better. But fun times, man. I'm looking forward to this weekend coming up with you, my friend. Yeah, it should be fun. We're going to be doing a live broadcast uh, Sunday night. T-Dog yeah. will be in the house. There you go. And and like like I said, Jay, you know I love you, buddy, but you know I had to bust your balls too. Yeah, well, he dropped his balls. Yeah, there yeah. you go. You're dropping balls, you're going to get Lost balls his balls, busted. dropped his balls, found his ball. Yeah. He found it in his and, pocket, dude. And, and took a par. So there you go. And took a par, baby. Did did he beat you or not? We Overall. actually tied. <laughs> okay. We ended up tied. So technically, in my mind, I won. You did win, in your mind. There you go. Rock and roll. So we have a lot, lot in store tonight. Surprisingly, you would think we didn't, but we do. We've got uh, NFL news. We've got some NHL news. We also have some NCAA men's basketball coming up uh we'll start off with the men's basketball i think that sounds good i started a on espn.com i joined the tournament so they have their own uh tournament for uh ncaa called the men's tourney challenge so make sure i sent out an invite and i tagged uh people I also uh, put it on to my Facebook and Twitter page for Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. So if you if you see it, go ahead and log in. It's open. It's an open group called MMCP Podcast. Put in your picks, and let's see who's got what. Uh, now, I've put in mine personally, and then the T-Dog's going to put in his personally, and then we're going to come together. We're going to do a... Th- we're going to do one for both of us because we are the Monday morning couch potatoes. Ah, okay. That I think that'd be me. interesting, right? Uh, so please, uh, if you got an opportunity, have a chance, go ahead and sign up. And uh, I know for the Chicago fans out there, you're probably rooting for the Illinois Lion Eye. Yeah, how about that? Number one number one seed? Out of the Midwest, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, they uh, not... Is it the best Illinois team? I mean, you'd probably have to go back to 2005 for for uh, you know how well that played that team played under who is I think Weber was the coach right under uh, Illinois back then Bruce Weber or whatever the hell yeah the 
I, I just remember him having white hair, but yeah, that probably wasn't. Yeah, but all five of those starters, I don't know if you remember, all five starters on that team, I don't remember all. I remember I remember Paul. three of them. Paul. Well, yeah, you had Paul. Yeah, Roger Powell, um, D. Brown, and then uh, Deron Williams. Oh, Luther Head. Luther Head. I can't remember who's the fifth guy. I don't remember who the fifth, but they all went to the NBA. They did. So that was a great team. But guess what happened? They lost in the in the finals. Well, they lost so. in the finals. Derek, what was it? Derek May. That guy was a nah, beast. It might have been, but I don't know. It was. Um, oh God, I don't know. I should have wrote it down. It when I was kind of just nosing through stuff. Um, uh, I just remembered that uh, you know all five went to the went went to the NBA, but James, yeah, I mean, James uh, Augustine great. was the one you're missing. Yes, that's mm-hmm. what it was. That's what it was, James Augustine. So there you go. So yeah, Illinois getting that number one seed along with um, I think you had Baylor, um, uh, Gonzaga, and then uh, Michigan. So Big Ten representing there, LV two two of the top two uh, number one or uh, yeah two number one seeds coming out of the Big Ten. Yeah, it's it? it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting tournament. We'll have to see how. Well, you know, there's there's some other uh, Illinois teams in there, right? You said Illinois, obviously Illini, uh, but there was mm-hmm. like one more, wasn't there? Um, yeah. Who was so the it other? was. I'm 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 fumbling through right now. Um, yeah, I'm kind of fumbling through my notes too. I was there was some surprises in there that were kind of just you know off the top. Man, I know well, Loyola is it Loyola is in there. That's you know Chicago. Yeah, Loyola um, Marymount. Yeah, yeah. Loy- no, 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 not Loyola Marymount. Loyola Chicago. Um, oh, nice. They're the the what do they call them? The uh, Ramblers. That's so, it. Yeah, Loyola Chicago. In, but, there you go. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, overall there was. I mean, if you know, it's funny you say you want to do your picks. I don't think I. I don't know. You're going to tell me who you picked as no. your team to? No, no, no. Not? Okay, I'm not going to tell you now. Obviously, because it wouldn't be. No, I'm not going to tell you. But once you load, but you could see it. Obviously, when you get in, you'll be able to see it, and then you'll be able to load up. But try to do yours. You know what's nice is you can do your men's tournament challenge without joining the group. Once you're done with putting in your picks, you then can load it up into the group. So gotcha. So that way, it makes it a little bit you know fair, right? No, I get you. Okay, well, uh, I mean, I already have an idea who I think that, it, you know, when I kind of looked at the bracket at first, just to kind of take a peek and run through it, and um, you might be surprised who I think is going to win the, gonna win this uh, win this tournament, who my pick to win is going to be. I'll give you a hint. It's not one of the top seeds. So wow. there you go. So there's it's a, already upset. Yeah, there's going to be some upsets teams that for sure. Kind of kind of screwed in in some of the seeding on this, at least in in you know, my two, just in my opinion, just from what I've seen on how they got things right. I think overall they got the top teams right, but, um, you know, you'd be surprised on some of these lower seed teams like Texas, you know, don't, don't rule out Texas and, uh, um, Oklahoma state. I mean, Oklahoma state's got that kid, Cade, Cade Cunningham, that freshman. He's, he's almost, well, he looks like he's eight feet tall, but uh, we might be talking about him come uh, NBA draft time and being the top pick. Yeah, that's how that's how good he is. So, um, you know, some teams kind of got, but that's that that happens every year, right? Well, except for last year. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, there's teams year. that you know the teams that get snubbed and you know didn't get decent seedings and things like that. Um, but I think you know you look at overall the Big Ten representing in this one. Oh yeah, big time. Really, so, but uh, yeah, I'll get, but yeah, I'll get my picks in there and. Uh, so yeah, we need to get our um, our couch potatoes to get their uh, yeah. Picks Come on, John Mandela, throw it down, buddy. You may Come not on, Jay wipe your tear, you know, from after uh, you got after ran over run over by the smack wagon and hmm. uh, put your money where your mouth is, baby. Let's go, Steve. We're calling y'all out. All right, anybody listening needs to put their on their tournament pick and join. It's MMCP podcast. All one word. MMCP podcast. All one word. That is the group that I started. Monday Beautiful. morning couch potatoes podcast. There you go. Well, I think, and you know, it's funny. We talk about winners and losers overall, but how about just in general, 
you know, obviously in the with everything that's gone on over the last 12 months, I mean, it was actually what this past weekend, uh, the one year from this past weekend that like the NBA shut down and it was uh, what's his name? Uh, Rudy something from Utah. That was the first player. Oh, yeah. Um, that got sick, and then they canceled that game. You know, they met before the game, and the fans were like, what's going on? And the I actually watched it like at ESPN 30 for 30 or whatever that thing is, something like that just recently. And yeah. holy shit, seeing like the fans just kind of looking around going, what the hell? And the, the public address announcer having to come on and say, hey, we're okay. Everybody's safe, but y'all got to get the hell out. <laughs> but there's not going to be a game. Now, and then, and then seeing real quick, seeing, um, Mark Cuban's response when he read the text that they decided to suspend the season. Yeah, I mean, what, it was just... What was his response? Right. Just seeing him on the... He was on the sideline of, a, of a, the Dallas game. Yeah. And you see him just flail back in his chair with his m- mouth wide open. It looked like it was somebody else's phone because he gave the phone to somebody else and he was just like, holy shit, are you kidding me? And they yeah. interviewed him and he was like, "I this doesn't seem real. Um and you look back at that and you, you know, you think what there was maybe a hundred cases at that point or something or, um, but it started to it really was starting to get crazy. And now you got what, 500,000 that are, you know, tagged as being dead from, from uh, COVID. But, um, you know, here you go. You're, you're, we're, we're starting to get some normalcy back. You've got, uh, yeah. you know, having the, you've got, you've got our NCAA tournament, you've got, uh, baseball starting to kick back up. I believe that some of the stadiums, um, even in Chicago, are saying yeah. they can now have fans. Yep. You know, a small number, but still even, fans. Even hockey. Hockey's allowing some fans yeah. back. So starting to kind of crawl back to some normal. And, um, you know, I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully we don't take any more steps back. Uh, I know that – I don't know about out by you, but, you know, down here they, the governor um, got rid of the mask mandate, right? You didn't have to wear it. Yeah. But I'm in Dallas County. And pretty much you're still wearing it. Right? Oh, yeah. I mean, you've got people wearing it for multiple, for different reasons. Number Some, one, they're wearing it just because they want to wear it, right? And they want to make sure they're not well, contributing to sure. any problems. Or sure, sure, sick, sure. Right? Yeah. And number two, you got the ones that are wearing it because the places are requiring them to, right? If you want to go into this business, you're going to need to That's wear right. it. That's so. just right. Just because the state has stopped mask mandates doesn't mean the business, right. corporate businesses have. Right. So if you want to go to right. Home Depot, you got to wear a mask. Right. But, or, just don't, or don't shop there. If you don't, then go somewhere sure, else. Sure, 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 sure. Like so. And also, some of your cigar shops now are not going to say to, they're not going to tell their Patreons to come in and put a mask on because obviously there's no mandate right now. And really, do you need to wear a mask when you're smoking a cigar? I don't think so. Well, I, I, I actually had a fix for that. I just cut a circle in the mask. <laughs> And then I just stick the cigar in there. So till you're, perfect. yeah, and then till you smoke it all the way down, and your mask catches on fire, then you're like, <laughs> "What? Are you kidding yeah. me?" Okay, and that hasn't happened, but I totally get a you. few drinks. It very well could. Yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, there you go. So I'm glad. I'm so glad to see the have you been? And- have you been to any? Now you were you mentioned about how the game. You know, they got on. They're like, "Hey, we have to cancel the game. Somebody caught you know yeah. COVID." Have you ever been to any games that actually stopped at all? Not for COVID reasons, just in general, and how weird it would be if you were at one of them. Um, the only thing, the only thing I can remember, actually, I can remember back when I was, um, oh man, this is a long time ago, but it was a high school uh, playoff tournament game, mm-hmm. and the teams went into the locker room at halftime a brawl broke out in the oh, hallway man. or in, in inside the, the uh, hallway between the locker rooms or whatever. The players started beating the shit out of each other. So, wow. Of course, you know, the, we didn't know what was going on, right? Because everybody was in, you, you saw a couple people like run back, you know, and then some, you know, probably school administrators, you see them kind of hustle to the off, off, you know, off the court. And uh, I don't know about uh, five, Ten minutes later, they came back out, and the the person announced that the game was postponed. Okay, and really nobody knew why, but then it started kind of filtering through um, that there was a that it was because of a fight. And I think they ended up playing the game the next day or something without fans, just because there wasn't any escalation or anything like that. Um, but that was kind of weird. Like we left thinking, "What the hell happened?" Yeah, we didn't really know, and we it, it wasn't my school, so it's not like I knew people there. 
Yeah. I basically, you know, so I couldn't go up to somebody and say, hey, do you know what happened? I just had to, you know, we just left going. Get a bounce, right? I was thinking more of something a little bit more recent than that high school. No, this was, no, this was like 30 freaking years ago, dude. I know. I was thinking more something recent. So me and you happen, you're, you're very forgetful. So me. you shitting me? What what, what am I forgetting? (laughs) So me and you happen to go to a Cubs game. And, or was it you? No, it wasn't you. It wasn't. Oh, oh, I'm forgetful. It was not you. Okay, so so I'll I'll say my story. I always think because every time I go to a Cubs game, I go with you. But no, I was going with my friend Joe, and we ended up going to a Cubs game. So we bought these tickets outside, scalped. Right, second row. I didn't even know Cubs. You know that's why ticket prices are so high because you guys buy them from scalpers. I hope you know that. (laughs) Yeah, I I didn't even know the Cubs had a second balcony, like a second row balcony down uh, third base side. Didn't Mm -hmm. know. We had second row seats. It was awesome. It was a beautiful day. And then uh, all of a sudden, Joe Girardi comes out. That's who was the manager at the time. And he's like, yeah, we're going to have to cancel this game. We're like, what? It was against the Cardinals. And it was that pitcher on the Cardinals that died in his hotel. I was was actually at that game. Of all games um, to be at. I can't remember that guy's name. That wasn't, a, Gir- that wasn't Girardi, was it? Girardi came out to say he was he he might have been the catcher for all I know. Yeah, I don't because he's never he's never managed the Cubs. I'm not saying he's a manager. I just know Joe Girardi came out to oh to talk to to announce that like they had the mic out for the national anthem and he just went up there. He's like, "Yeah, we're gonna have. I'm sorry, we're gonna have to cancel the game. Unforeseen circumstances, whatever." I was at that game. That was weird. That was was that Daryl Kyle? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Does yeah, it that say- was a long time ago? That might have been. That was shortly after I moved back to Chicago. That was the early two thousands. Yeah, I don't remember the date. I just know that I ended up uh, handing my tickets to my friend who was with us because she lived in Chicago at the time, and I'm like, here, I, mm-hmm. I can't use them. The rain checked. <laughs> we got. Yeah. We got to go kind of thing. So, wow. So, see, that's why I didn't remember that. Yeah. I, you know, I always think that you're with me for all those Cub games. But I know. This I time gotcha. you weren't. Okay. But that, it, so that would make sense because Girardi was, did catch for the Cubs in, in, um, uh, early 2000. So that was, that was in, in 2002 when that happened when they were playing the Cubs. And I think it was, was it a heart attack? Yeah. It was a heart attack. Yeah. 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 It was crazy. crazy. Yeah. yeah so I, yeah, no, the, see, mine was much, much more long time ago and it was for kids beating the shit out of each other. Not yeah. But out. it, so it was airy. I guess what we're getting at is, you know, we're just a couple of days out from the year anniversary of COVID-19 and when WHO made it a pandemic and right. basically bottom line is it's airy and we're happy to see fans getting back to the stadiums. Yeah. We're happy to see games being played. I mean, you can only imagine these these high, uh, these college kids in basketball that didn't even get to play at all yeah. last year. Right. And now they're playing. In, those are last year. And Illinois is number one, baby. There you go. Not number one overall, but that would be uh, Gonzaga. Um which I think that that Gonzaga team, and you know what? I bet you picked them, didn't you? Just because they're undefeated, maybe you you probably did. I bet you. Did. I you know Seriously. I I really didn't well, follow. Know, they didn't lose a game. I think I'm going to pick them. Look, no, I'll, I'll get. Hey, listen, I, you wouldn't be. It wouldn't be bad to pick them. I mean, if that that's probably the best team that Mark Few has coached. It's it's probably up there. I would say. Um, but going undefeated just doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win that title. You remember who the last team to do that was? To go undefeated. To go undefeated and win the NCAA tournament title. Hmm. I, it has you remember, to be. You remember Vegas went undefeated. Yeah, Vegas right? went in like ninety one or something. Yeah, but they but they lost. It was ninety, I believe. The last team I think was Indiana in the seventies. I think it was the really the was the last team to go undefeated and actually actually win it all. That to have won it all. I know. Okay, you're gonna fact check me now, but I'm pretty sure that's one who, who it was. I, I am gonna fact there's, check. There's teams that have been undefeated. Uh, I think Wichita State did it. Um, St. Joseph did it a while back, um, back in the mid-2000s somewhere. St. Joseph did it. Um, But, yeah, I think the last team to actually win the championship going undefeated was Indiana, and I want to say 72. It could be off, though. It might be a little bit later than that, but 
Uh, 70, well, four teams since 1976 that entered March Madness undefeated but lost. We okay, so 76 was when Indiana did it. There you go. Yeah, 1976. So UNLV is going to be one. Yeah, they let's lost. see if I can get them. UNLV could be one. St. Joseph would be number two. UNLV, correct. Hold on. And that, so UNLV is St. Joseph. No, St. Joseph is no. St. John's. It was St. Somebody. No. Okay, so you said Wichita State. Wichita that is State, correct. Right? Yep. Right. Yep. UNLV. UNLV. Um, Kentucky. Um, yes, in 2014. Okay. And 15. the last one is, God, who was it? It's in, uh, I think they're in Ohio. All right, who's the fourth one? I can't get it. It's Indiana State, 1978-79. Oh, Indiana. Somebody. All right, well, maybe they lost their first. Maybe they lost their last game of the year. I don't know. You know, anyway, you know you it's, it's funny you say, I was just going through, one of my friends gave me a, a tub of cards, tub, and in them is the 90-91 UNLV Running Rebels, like, cards, like, all together. Like Stacy Ogman and Larry Johnson. Yeah. And nice. All those guys. And, and the Shark, baby. And the Shark, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, four teams. Four teams go in undefeated. Only one one. You would have thought a Duke or North Carolina would have well, but, had but some of those. The, right, but here's the problem: those guys are playing each other. So you know they. Well, that, that's Duke fine. And North Carolina typically split their season series as they were playing throughout the throughout their years, and they're playing. You know, they're playing in that very tough tough conference. So. The chance, it's tough to go undefeated, but that's why a team can come out of there with four or five losses and still be the best team in the country. Yeah. You know, it's it's Wichita State goes out and wins and goes undefeated. It's a little bit different. Well, we know that uh, NCAA fo- uh, football, NCAA basketball is going to be a little bit crazy because it's going to be March Madness times two because they didn't have one last year. So now they're doubling d- up. Doubling up, baby. So what do you got for... MLB, anything exciting on the Cubs front? Not, not as far as I'm concerned. It's relatively quiet. Really? Like, uh, we're just getting ready for the uh, the season to start. I mean, they made some, uh, um, you know, they made some moves and sent some players down to um, uh, down to the minor leagues. I know that probably the biggest surprise, or not biggest surprise, but the name that most people out there thought had a chance for uh, potentially making the 26-man roster pitcher Cole Stewart. I know he got option to, I think, uh, Tennessee. Uh, but the other ones were expected. Um, uh, Corey what, Abbott, what, he did also Alzale get option. get optioned out? No. Alzale? No, he's still there. No. Oh. The, the biggest name that was potentially going to make a play was Cole Stewart, and he's he's made his way. And then Corey Abbott also got moved down, and I think that's a kid, you know, keep your eye out for this kid. I think he's going to be, hopefully – um, somebody good down in the future. But other than that, no, nope, I think we beat the crap out of the Cubs enough last week, so I got nothing on them. Okay. I mean, that's great. Cubs got nothing going on. White Sox beat the Athletics uh, one nothing, And uh, our $54 million man, Lynn, Lance Lynn, finally comes in and he plays a pretty good, you know, threw about 60 pitches, struck out four. Not terrible. He's, you know, there's some players obviously that want to get revenge from last year's wildcard series. You know, they won their first, the, the Sox won their first one, first game, and then end up losing. Yeah. Kind of yeah, like I mean, the Cubs. Did the Cubs get swept or no in the wildcard? Oh, yeah, they got swept. Yeah. So yeah, I, th- I think they, I think they, I, I, they'd be lucky if they scratched across and run. I mean, they couldn't get anything going. So, I mean, they, they, you talked about it, man. This is a, we got to start looking at the Cubs' future. And I know. Now, unfortunately, we'll get that, to the that, that we'll get to the Cubs' future. I just want to play something from Lance Lynn today here. A little bit, a lot of uh, you know, three-two counts and some walks there. Uh, I'm getting where I need to do, and then just overcooking some stuff uh, as a as a, a bat goes on, and then I'm getting myself in, you know, back in the you know hitters counts. But that comes with the uh, territory in spring training, and we're getting going here. But everything physically feels good. I just got two. Uh, you know, stop going so deep into council and walking, guys. Because, you know, he says, continues on in the interview, that he's the king. He is the king of 3-2 counts. The king of 3-2 counts. So he's happy to be in a 3-2 count. 
and he'll come with his fastball and he'll strike you out. Well, that's mm-hmm. what he's shown so far in spring training. Now, obviously, the White Sox are three and eight in spring training. You can't obviously that doesn't count for nothing. I mean, Cubs are seven and five. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, that's World Series bound in your book. That means the Cubs are better than the White Sox. Isn't that what that's supposed to mean? No, 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 oh, not oh, in spring training. Just saying. So if so if I have more money than you, I'm not richer. Not really. Oh, okay. You might have more debt. Yes, yes. (laughs) Might have more debt. Doesn't matter how much money you have. That's true. You can if you have more debt. Yeah. Come on now. Come on, man. So yeah, White Sox are you know making their final adjustments, and hopefully we'll be talking some baseball games and how they're doing, and you know as the season goes on. Now that starts in April. But uh, a couple more games of preseason and our uh, summer league, summer ball, and then we get started. What is it? One hundred and sixty something games they're going to play. One hundred and sixty-two. They're going to look to get a full season in. And uh, as we talked about at the top of the podcast, I'm I'm hoping we don't have like any kind of crazy spikes or any of that shit that starts closing, stretches down, and you know, because baseball really doesn't have a lot of wiggle room to start like you know moving games out into, you know, you've got off days here and there and you can put in double headers and, uh, but you don't have really a ton of room to kind of make things happen. Uh, so if there is a long, there's significant stretches of lost games, you, they could be lost for good. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, got the fingers crossed that we're going to have ourselves a good baseball season, but obviously, you know, you know, again, yeah, sports is second fiddle when it comes to all the things we got going on in the, in, in the world right now, but it's, it's good to to get to see those things starting to come back to normal yeah. and have and get out there and play. There's no question. So the Cubs played the Angels, so they got to reminisce with a couple of past players and managers. That's right, little Joe Madden, right? He's the head coach of the Angels. He he's the manager of the Angels. Oh yeah, they manager tied today, right? I think yeah, they, one one. They ended up in a one one tie. Yeah. And who's uh, what players over on the Angels that, that was from the Cubs? Say that again. What ex Cubs player is on the Angels now? That oh god, I don't know who does he have over there. Um, I don't know. I don't remember off the top of my head. I don't know either. They were all hugging each other. I saw a little blurp on it, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's nice. But here's the interesting, folks. Oh, it's not. It's um. Was is Almora? I I have no idea. You're supposed to know. You're Cub. You're the Cub yeah, fan. No, dude. Like I said, my brain is filled. With, That's okay. With hops and barley from this. Here, past here's, here's the interesting thing, folks. Here's the interesting potato heads. Let me just tell you right now. I'm just gonna let it, I'm just gonna let it out there. We talked about what the Cubs are probably gonna do, especially who they think they're going to um, keep as far as players for for through this season and there was a there was on what day is this i what day what day is it it's sunday no 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 what day what what day did you (laughs) you sent so you sent me this thing called first pitch oh yeah who will the chicago cubs trade first and why so this is 22 when you sent this to me it was 22 hours ago and i'm trying to was this yesterday Day? I, I can't remember when you said uh, it was. It was two. It was uh, Wednesday. Okay, it was Wednesday. It was Wednesday. Yeah, and I know that we talked about that. You're right. We did talk Th- about this. That is by English. this is by Mark Powell of right. uh, what uh, of fansided.com. Fansided.com it says mm-hmm. 2016 wasn't all that long ago. The Cubs were in the middle of the expected run built by front office savvy Theo Ebsen in an effort to revive a once great baseball team, blah, blah, blah. So basically this post is saying you didn't give me all of it. Right. But basically, no, I didn't because I just, it's just that, I mean, really all I sent that first one to you was, was to let you know when it, when it came out, it was 22 hours, which was after our podcast. Oh, here it is. Here it is. I got it right here. Yeah. So it was, uh, okay. So if, so I think, so you think Chicago manager to extend bias, and Rizzo, which is the two people you said mm-hmm. that they we should extend. And then I suspect Bryant has a strong first half, and the Cubs trade him at the, at the deadline. 
and they continue to retool their for next offseason. Interesting, you said the same thing. Yeah, so you think you think he's listening to our podcast, right? I, I think he is listening to our we, podcast. He's one of our listeners for that. Yeah, I mean, I, exactly. I mean, I said I said that I want them to sign by resign Baez, and I think they have to resign Rizzo. They don't have a choice, really, because they don't have a first baseman anywhere in the in the in the rest of the farm system. Yeah. Um, and Rizzo wants was, to stay, and Rizzo wants to be a Rizzo cup. wants to stay. Bryant is more most likely a goner. And Wilson Contreras is probably one of your top chips as far as getting something in return. Yeah, because he's locked uh, in for one more year. He's got one more year of control. He more than likely will get dealt. Um, You know, bring in some young pitching. That's what the Cubs are really going to have to get after. You got Miguel Amaya in the minor leagues that can come up and and, uh, eventually replace uh, Contreras at some point. Um, but he was he was recently sent down. He's not going to be on the big league roster this year. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, it was funny when I saw that. I'm like, yeah, see, you know, we we actually might know what the hell wait, we're talking wait about. Wait a minute, Contreras was sent down? No, 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 Miguel Amaya. Good, thank God. Yeah, yeah. that's no, crazy. Contreras is a major league catcher. He's one of the. He's an all star. He's a, he's a he's one of the good ones. He's one of the good ones. Yeah, I mean, basically, you know, I I think for our podcast listeners, for our po- uh, potato heads out there, we know sometimes we know what we're talking about. Speaking not of talking very, about... Not very often, but sometimes. Yeah, speaking of talking about Patty Kane. Patrick oh, Kane. We're shifting. the news again? No, it's so, not a streak, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, he was, let's go streaking down no, the street. No, not that kind of streak. No? Not that kind of streak, no. So he ended up playing his 1,000th game. Now, I, 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 unfortunately, because I live in Las Vegas, I was not able to see the game, but I'm pretty sure that they lost that game. It, it was against your Dallas Stars, actually. No, it's defense. Oof. Yeah, but go ahead. It's been really tough. So for a thousand, for a thousand, for a thousand years, for a thousand games, uh, bottom line is Patrick Kane has played in a thousand of them, which is a, it's a pretty huge milestone. I think he's the fourth Blackhawk. To do a thousand games, fourth or fifth overall. Okay. Uh, Seabrook would be one of them. Duncan Keith would probably be a second one. Uh, is there a Mose Tupu? No, probably no, not. no, no. Wrong sport. I'm sure there's a few other ones that have played a thousand games. Those are the two I can think of off the top of my head. I'm sure the Mandala Johnny Boy ha- can name off a few more. But yeah, he played his thousand game. Usually, they give him a silver hockey stick for a thousand games. But uh, it was nice to see. It was nice to see Chicago. You know, they're not always winning their games. They're kind of tying their games or losing their games. They're doing the best they can, I guess, for what they have. They really need a defensive player, man. Seabrook. We said goodbye to Seabrook, right? Seabrook retired. Mm Hmm. But what are they? I mean, what are they? They they did get one of their, you know, they got their rookie from last year. He should be back, but he's not yeah, defense. Was, no, I'm with you. Right, go ahead. I, it just it's frustrating. It's really frustrating just looking at how you know the goalies are just getting beat to shit because it's just nothing. There's no, they're not moving anybody out of the out of the way, and they're not causing any pressure in front of that crease. I mean, it's just, it's, it's crazy. I don't know if it's the scheme and I know we've been beating them up a little bit about this over the last several podcasts, but I don't know, man, I know you're much bigger on the hockey and, and understanding all that stuff, but that the defense is just surprisingly bad. It's been bad. And uh, unfortunately for Patrick Kane's thousandth game, you know, they, they, they lost the stars six to one. That game. They came back one four to two the following. That was on Tuesday, March 9th. March eleventh, they end up winning. Uh they lose the Florida Saturday four to two. And yeah, that, that, they play again on Monday. Game. You know, it, the the struggle is real with the you know, the struggle is real with the Blackhawks. They if they can shore up their defense, um they have a chance. It's not like they're not scoring. It's not. It's not like they're you know. They're not putting pucks in the net. I mean, yeah. they are scoring. They just got to stop some of it. You know, it, like if you look in contrast, you look at the Golden Knights. You know, they're scoring. They just they won the last two games. They had two games lost in a row. 
and then they won the last two in St. Louis, which is a two big wins because they have never won in St. Louis. And but you know they won four to three, or excuse me, five four in overtime. But that's fine. And then they come back and win again uh, five to one. So I think even for the for the Golden Knights, you know, even their their two losses, they're losing. You know. Two to nothing. They lost uh, one game against uh, Minnesota. Two nothing. They didn't score. Then they lose again to Minnesota again. Um, like I don't know, three three one or something like that. Whatever. But then they come back and they scored. Like you can see that Chicago is getting goals past the goalie. They're fourteen ten and five right now. Fourth place in her division. Do they have to be any better? Well, I mean, yeah, getting, as I far mean, as their standings go, do they really need to be any better than what they already are? I mean, they're right now they are um, four points ahead of Columbus to be in the playoffs right now after 29 games played, more than half the season's done. Do, do you think that they're going to lose more points uh, and Columbus is going to take over the fourth spot? I don't. They're not. They're they're seven points out of third. I would think first, second, and third, no chance. But well, there's also they're 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 lacking consistency. I mean, you look at that game a few a few games ago against Tampa. And I know Tampa is one of the best teams in the NHL right now, but you know it it's it's you know frustrating when you see they get out to a three nothing lead. I think in that game, I yeah. want to say it was it, it was three nothing. They were the first period. Yeah, three nothing. And you know that, and then uh, they gave up four goals. Three of them they gave up in like just instantly. Two of them they, they gave look, up like fifteen seconds a, right apart almost. And you just you just looked at the, this. It didn't look like there was any any speed on the defense. They were just kind of. It almost looked like it was lazy. And you just you go from this head scratching. We were just up three to nothing. Now it's three to three. Then you get popped again. Um, what the hell is that guy's name from uh, Tampa? Um, Yanni. Yanni. Um, oh, yeah. Goudre- is it Gordy? Gordy. Goudreau or Gordy, yeah. yeah. He lights you up for a couple of goals, and suddenly you're down 4-3. Then you get a couple more late in the third. It's like, what the hell is going on? Well, for that game, you got to remember, the so the Blackhawks were up 3 to nothing. Uh, they got their third yeah, goal. at the end of the first period? They got their third three, goal the, in the beginning of the second period, about three okay, minutes okay. in. But the Hawks gave up. Four power play goals. <laughs> like, yeah. you're not going to win giving up four power play goals. Now, granted, it's probably one of the best power play lines in the National Hockey League. You know, you've got uh, Hedman, who scored a power play goal. Pollitt, who scored a power play goal. That uh, Grudeau. Is that the guy? Yanni? Gordy. Yeah, Gordy. Yanni Gordy. And he then, had two. Uh, Pat Maroon Pat Maroon closed the game. That was a power play, that too. Was, yeah, that was a power play. Game. You lose 6-3. It's yeah, the, that, now, that's really cool. deflated, and you were at home, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they were home. I mean, that's really deflating. When you, you feel like, oh, my God. they. I, I remember getting the – I get the text messages, you know, for the scores for the Blackhawks, and I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. dang, they're up three? Yeah. Kane had another assist, his 27th. I mean, for them, you know, it's it's heartbreaking. Now, who was in net? Well, and it wasn't not only that, then they came out against Dallas the next game, and they were outshot like two to one in that Dallas game. Yeah, Lincoln was that in they net. lost, what, they lose seven to one? Or Six to one. It was. Six to one. Six to one. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They were they for every one shot they took, they gave up two. So yeah, it was. It's and Dallas is not that great of it. So they come back March uh, Tuesday, March 9th, and they lose to Dallas six to one. And then they come back and beat Dallas four to two. So who well, you're is probably, it? You, you're probably going to know this better than me. So I'm going to ask you this question. So when it you know when you talk about major when you're talking about trade deadlines. Right and teams that are going to get better at trade deadlines. If you had to look at the sports when it really had a lot of movement, a lot of buzz, baseball would be number one, right? I mean, it just seems there's always big trades in the in the trade deadline for baseball. Yeah, making moves, trying to make your team better for the World Series. Teams trying to get better for their future by trading stars away. Um, 
basketball and hockey probably would come in, maybe a tie for second in that, and then football. There's just not a lot of big monster football trades uh, during the season. Hockey, I mean, is is this a situation where the you know they'll start talking about the Blackhawks, perhaps looking at some of these teams that are out of it and maybe trying to find some defense to trade for? I mean, there's are there a lot of hockey trades in, that that really make a difference like that in the middle of the season? Um, if you're in last place, yes. Okay. You figure so that might be a good that might be a good thing for for you next. But I'll let you finish your thought. But I was going to say that might be a good thing for us to look at for okay trade opportunity, right? Yeah, for defense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think uh, Blackhawks. The, well, the question is, are they still going to be in fourth place or not? Right? If they're still well, within yeah, contention yeah. of playing playoffs, they're gonna they're gonna reach out to some of these last place teams and and probably most likely trade somebody away. That's eh, okay for their defense. I, I only say that, yeah, there are some trades that happen. Like uh, two seasons ago, uh, Mark Stone gets from the Ottawa Senators gets traded to the Golden Knights. Mm-hmm. That was right before trade deadline. Okay. That was a big pickup. And they got him at a, they got him at a discount because they re-signed him while he was playing. So they didn't wait for the, you know, free. Now, the, most NHL players will wait for free agency. They're going to go. And they're going to go and they're going to collect their money. <laughs> and then they're going to probably play like crap for at least a year. I haven't oh, seen too many players that have come from free agency and like killed it. Right. They're finally getting paid. You know, maybe they're enjoying their lifestyle a little bit more, and maybe they're not as focused as if somebody is in their final year of their contract. I think you see that in football too. Well, we talked about that last week about Chris Bryant and Rizzo and by these guys in the last year of their baseball contract. Either they're going to come out and have the career year to either sign big money with the Cubs or with somebody else, or they're going to trip and fall and then they you know might sign, have to sign a one year deal to prove themselves again you know one year prove it deal oh yeah i think uh, you know so there's players that have had to do that i think uh, dexter fowler probably you he would fall in that category of he came over to the cubs now granted he wanted to come back to him for one year i believe and then he went and signed a big contract with the cardinals so but anyway so yeah it'll be interesting to see if if they can figure out a way to if they can't better the defense in house is there going to be some opportunities with some of these last place hockey teams that might, you know, might have some defenders that would? Yeah, uh, I'm sure the they'll offload. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. They're going to need to do something, and I don't think you should wait until three, four more weeks. I mean, time's running out now. Yeah, fifty six games. What are they on game twenty nine? Really, there's 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 what twenty seven well, games. Well, the trade deadline's got to be. Close then, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's got to be coming up. I mean, I don't know how they – we didn't talk about any of that, but we'll have to look at that. We'll have to take a look and see. So Patrick Kane gets his thousands – played 1,002 games so far. He's got 400 goals and 663 assists for 1,063. So he's over a point a game. And that kid is plus 77. I mean, 110 power play goals. There you go. I mean, he's – he has 63 game-winning goals. So you're saying he's really good. He's good, dude. Top five. Top five in Blackhawks history, right? We top that. Th- I think I said top three. I would even take top three. He, he may be even one, to be honest well, with you. You can, make it, you can make an argument for that. You're going to get people that argue against it, just like anything else, but you can make an argument for that. But he's, you know, there was a year he won the league for most points. I think it was 2018-19. We had 110. He won the year for most goals. I think that was in 2015-16, didn't he? I'm looking at his stats right now. He had 46 mm-hmm. goals and 66 for 106 total points. I mean, who would have thunk? Who would have thunk it? I have his uh, signed jersey hanging up on my wall. Not today. I took it down because I had to clean it, but I have it up. It's nice to have something. Something I picked that actually is worth... Something, right? I mean, mm-hmm. usually when you're like, oh, I'm going to get that guy's jersey or I'm going to get that guy's autograph, and then the following year it, he busts out. Like I remember buying you an autograph piece of jersey for, was it Mark Price? Mark Pro- 
Pryor. Mark Pryor. Yeah, I still have it. I still have it. It's, it's hanging up in my garage. Ah, right where it belongs. Yep. Perfect. And you're going well, right next to my Erlacher signed uh, football right? as well. Oh, pitcher. Mm-hmm. Nice. Erlacher yep. is a good one. But yeah, yeah. there's, there's, uh, Chicago's got some, they're going to have to do something. I'm not sure when the NHL trade deadline is going to be, but it's, man, they got to do something. Well, well, maybe that's something we'll dive into next week. Oh, for sure. You know, they got to talk about cap space, but I'm sure, I'm sure the, uh, I'm sure the Blackhawks have plenty of cap space. Mm-hmm. Possibly. I'm sure they do. But anyways, uh, what about football, man? There's been some football news. Why don't you tell us all about it? Nick Foles retired. <laughs> Hallelujah. Woo! All right. Well, no, unfortunately not, but... We did, uh, which we expected. I mean, most people expected that, you know, he was going to retire, but it, it became official. And Drew Brees is now officially retire, retired and walking away from the game as arguably one of the best quarterbacks to ever lace up the cleats, right? I mean, I, you'd have to, I'd have to say that's that's a fair fair statement to make. Um, but yeah. He's uh, he has retired, and you know what's what interesting. So as I was kind of reading up about Breeze and you know kind of how his career has gone, um, so you know he's the all time all time passing leader. Um, I think he did that a couple of years ago, uh, or when he became the all time all time passing leader back in twenty eighteen. Um. And it was 2000 and you know what? I jotted it down and now I don't know what the hell I did with it, but it was 2000, I think 12 um, or maybe 11, somewhere in the early part of the decade when um, he threw for, he broke uh, what's his name's record, Dan Marino's record for most yards in a season. It's like 5,600, whatever, somewhere in the mid five thousands. And um, he didn't win, didn't win the MVP that year. They gave it to uh, Aaron Rodgers. Right. Yeah. Um, who I think has won three, two or three uh, MVPs. Drew Brees has never won an MVP. Did you know that? That, that That's unheard of. That's crazy. I, 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 I had no idea that he had never won an MVP. I, I, I'll admit I did not know that. And it's, it's, there's, there's certainly been some amazing players out there that have never won MVP. I mean, Jerry Rice never won an MVP, right? I mean, surprisingly enough, he even now he won plenty of awards, and you know he won the uh, you know plenty of Super Bowls and everything else. But and he should have won that. Know, he should have won MVP for that Super Bowl. That yeah, young yeah, guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. that Steve Young, but Young threw six touchdown passes, so you knew that was going to happen. But I mean, you know, there's some defensive guys. Um, Ray Lewis uh, never won defensive MVP. Uh, what's the uh, who's the safety that played with him? Um, what was his name? Oh, Shrug, uh, Suggs? No, no, no. Ed Reed, the 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 safety. Mm. Um, but as far as quarterbacks yes. go, I mean, you know, there's there's plenty of defensive players that have had great careers that have won MVP. But when you look at what Breeze has done through his career, that just to me kind of shows the level of consistency. I don't know where he's landed in the voting. Like, you know, you look at a guy like Mike Trout. Right. I think he's a three time MVP already in his career, but he's also finished in the top three, like nine out of 10 years or something crazy like that. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe he doesn't have the actual trophy, but to have that type of consistency, I didn't get a chance to look that up this week to find out. Um, But it'll be interesting to see where Breeze has landed because obviously he's been really consistent, right, throughout his career. Um, has just the one Super Bowl, right? He only won one Super Bowl, I think. Yeah, he won one. Yeah, just the one. So, um, who was that? That was back in. Oh, when the hell was that? Oh well. Well, what do you know. what do you want to know about for his stats, though? Well, no, I mean, just so from well, is he, he's still the all time. Is he still the all time leading passer? Or did Brady pass him again? I know oh, that was, that's right. There were it was touchdowns, wasn't it? I thought it was touchdowns um, as well. Well, touchdowns as well, but it, well, maybe it was just touchdowns. But I think that you know, because he, I know he passed. He has he has eighty thousand three hundred fifty eight yards passing. Okay, well, 
he probably won't hold on to that record if he still does have it. I don't know if Brady has passed him, but, um, you know, eventually Brady will, because Brady's going to play till he's like 70. So I don't think that's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, I just, you know, when you, when you think about it and you look at the type of career that he's had yeah, as Bra- a Bears Bra- fan. Yeah. Brady's 79,000. Uh, yeah. So he's going to pass him next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, Bra- Breeze gets to be the all time leading passer at, at his the age of retirement. And then it will be passed unless you know something happens to Brady and he breaks a leg or something. Uh, but anyway, you just think about this it's coming from a Bears fan, man. You look at this 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 shit like this, and you see Breeze and Brady and Rogers and Roethlisberger and Russell Wilson, and now these young kids, Mahomes and Watson. Holy shit! And we're just sitting there with our Cade McNowns and our <laughs> and our <laughs> and our Kyle Ortons and our Rex Grossmans and our Mitch Trubisky's and Jay Cutler was the art that was our guy out of all the years that all these quarterbacks have just had, these teams have had just had such runs at quarterbacks and we got Jay Cutler. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And before Jay Cutler, it was Eric Kramer. That was our best quarterback before Jay Cutler yeah. and our best quarterback for him. Miller was Jim McMahon, Miller, no, Miller was, Jim Miller was garbage. Tom Zach Matthews and Oh my God. Jim Peter Harbaugh. Willis. Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. Jim Harbaugh, Peter Tom Willis, Mike Tom, Zach, Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think Doug Flutie was the quarterback of the Saints. Um, that Breeze, I want to say Breeze replaced Doug Flutie. He might have. Let's see. Or was that? Was, oh no, that would have been when he was when he was. With I Saints. know Doug Flutie not, was not the Saints Patriots. Yeah, but I mean, when he played, um, uh, what do you call it? When when he when he fir- when he first played. When he came into the league as the Chargers, when the quarterback uh, Chargers drafted him, Doug Flutie was correct. the quarterback of the Chargers. That's and, correct. And I know, but yeah. I don't think Breeze really played much his rookie year. Um, I think he only he only played played a game or two. So, to yeah. still, I mean, just to, to have that type of career that he had. So Breeze uh, played. Yeah, his rookie year was two thousand and one. He had one game. He was fifteen of twenty seven for two hundred twenty one yards and a touchdown. And I guarantee you. No interceptions. I guarantee you, we would take that all day long, baby. Bears, you busting the stats out on his first game. Was Flutie the quarterback? I'm pretty sure Flutie was a quarterback for the Chargers. In 2001, Flutie was the quarterback. He actually okay. started all 16 games, but uh, obviously, Breeze came in, took care of that business. And, uh, you, you know, I mean, Flutie threw for 346, 3,464 yards and 15 touchdowns and 18 picks. Yikes. Well, that's because he couldn't see over half of his offensive linemen. Hey, and I, that's, I can make short jokes cause I'm a short guy. So it's all good. It's all good. But yeah, he came in, played, played one game. Uh, he didn't start it. He came in. So who knows at what point did he come in? But he, hey, two twenty one and a touchdown. Even playing the full game, ninety four point eight passing rating. We'll take it. We'll take yeah, it all. Better than he got sacked twice, but that's okay. But yeah, I mean, we can we could rattle off numbers for for Breeze all day long. You know, he had forty four hundred passing yards, five thousand sixty nine, fifty four hundred seventy six yards in twenty eleven, fifty two hundred a year. Did you say, did you say twenty eleven? Yeah, twenty eleven. Yeah. He goes that was off the, year, the chain. That was the year that Rodgers. Yeah, that was the year that Rodgers, which I think would have been the year that Rodgers won the the Super Bowl. Um, because he also how does he MVP, not? Think, so basically, his record is thirteen and three. He's seventy one point two percent passing rating with fifty four hundred seventy six yards, forty six touchdowns. He averaged three hundred forty two point three yards per game. Yeah, but he won. So he won. I think he won Offensive Player of the Year. That's like getting the silver. Come on, that's not gold. He's a gold. That's a gold medal season, and he got the silver. That's shit, dude. That's garbage. Well, let's. Uh, well, you know what? Let's see here. Let's. Uh, Don't look up Roger stats. He so, screw him. He shouldn't have won it. He should never ever have won an MVP. No, sorry, that's the bear fan of me talking. A A Ron. Anyway. A A A. So 2000. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. So you think in 2011 it was it? So Green Bay goes 14 and one. He throws for 4,643 yards, which is 
almost a th- 800 yards less than Breeze. He throws 45 touchdowns. I think Breeze was 46. Right. His average yards per per game was 309. It was 3, what did I say, 324, some ridiculous number. Something like that. How does he not win MVP? No. Regardless, I don't, regardless, MVP of the season, it's not MVP of the, you have MVP of the playoffs. How does he not win it? His passing rating, his completion rate was 68.3, Aaron was, to 71. I mean, yeah, so he he let he led the NFL in completion percentage, passing yards. It, what you're saying right there is passing yards, and I don't know, 46 touchdowns probably was leading the league too, and he finished second to Aaron Rodgers. Garbage, garbage, just straight yeah, up garbage. That's just that's just straight. So Smack Wagon's going to run over the the voters for uh, MVP in 2011. <laughs> yeah, he he led the he led the the league in. I'm assuming all the the uh, bold areas is what he led the league in. He led the correct, league in correct in completions, 468. Com- well, I don't care about the the, the most important one. I know would be completion percentage Completed, and complete, completion percentage of 71.2 yards. yards at 54.76 touchdowns at 56 yards so per game, one. 342.3, and he gets second place. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Drew Brees, yeah, listen, if you're listening to Monday Morning Couch Potatoes, call us up. We'd love to get you on the, on our call with us. Congratulations on a unbelievable career. Unbelievable. Fun to watch. It was fun to play. It was, was actually kind of fun. fun. Play, so. It was actually kind of fun to watch him hold out for a while, too. Uh, Saints were shaking in their boots. They didn't know what they were going to do because they would have been way over the cap. Mm-hmm. Well, I, like I said, I think it was expected, but he didn't make it official until until today. So, now yeah, good t- stuff. Yeah, good stuff. We tip our hat to the old mm-hmm. to the old Drew Brees. One more quarterback that won't be playing for the Bears. Oh, damn! Do you think the Bears have any chance at Russell Wilson? Well, we're going to end on this note: Do the Bears have any chance now. What is it? Uh, the guy from Fox. He always had Colin Coward. What's his name? Oh, Cal, Cal, yeah, uh, Cal, uh, yeah, Colin Coward. Okay, no, is it Coward? Yeah, it's it's C O D. Coward, yeah, Coward. Whatever, whatever. He was talking to his executives, that his executive friends, and they think that the Bears are going to be throwing a buttload of picks to entice. Seattle to give up Russell Wilson. Is that even a possibility? Now we've, we weeks ago without talking to any executives have already looked at what would have to happen. And you basically have to demolish half your defense and, Mm -hmm. and get rid of half your defense to make it work to get Russell Wilson. So do you take a mediocre defense Again, it sounds like he would be in the same position, but the, does the Bears have a chance to win or to get win over and get Seattle's quarterback Russell Wilson? No, I, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know how they could pull that off. Not with the capital that they have. They just can't. I mean, sad to say, but I think that you look at the Bears' options, and I think. Um, you know where they where they draft they they again they've got the worst situation there's no free agency is not good a good situation right now right i mean you, you press prescott's off the market he resigned with dallas um who do you got out there you got a a 50 year old brian fitzpatrick you're going to bring him in to to play you got alex smith who's only got one leg you're going to bring him into play quarterback um so the free agency there's not a lot out there for you Unless you want to bring back Mike Glennon, I think he's a free agent. Oh uh, no! Right there, you go. Um, who are you going to draft? Right? I mean, you, you're not in a position to draft anybody. Do you really want to trade up again? And and you know you'll get run out of town if you trade up to try to get a quarterback in this draft because they're not going to trade up to get number one or number two. No. What are you going to do? Trade up five spots to get you know 
the kid from, from Alabama. So you're screwed um, there. Unless you're trading, unless you're trading up, knowing that you're going to get rid of that trade, right? That pick. <sighs> the sad, the sad reality of it is, believe it or not, the probably the best quarterback on the free agent market right now for the Bears, just because he played for them, is probably Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. I hate to say it, but here's a guy who knows the offense. He's actually, you know, he was a, 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 he's a smart kid. He's just too damn inconsistent. But who the hell else are you going to bring in? (laughs) I hate to say it, but Steve, one of our potato fans might be right. We could very well start the season with Nick Foles under center. Because we don't have another choice. Any, or at least another one that works. Right? So, no. I, I, it would take way too much to bring in Russell Wilson, and I don't think the, the Bears have it. Well, the Bears have it or not. We're going to find out as that plays out. You've been listening to Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. Visit our website at mondaymorningcouchpotatoes.com. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at MM Couch Potatoes. Listen to this podcast doesn't make you any smarter than you are. The Monday Morning Couch Potatoes is for general information purposes only. Thanks for listening. I'm out.